So if you have not caught on by now, I'll just tell you when we started our annual legacy meetings, it was rough. When I tell you rough, rough is putting it really nicely. It was like pulling teeth and it was for a very long time. It wasn't just like a weekend here or even when we did regular meetings, it was just it was just hard, you all. So um, we know in the last episode, if you listen to that, it was the husband's perspective of getting the husband on board or what the husband feels like he needs my husband, you, <laughs> getting on board to uh, emotionally to join in on planning and participating in fully out, playing full out in the annual legacy meetings. And then the episode before that, we actually gave you the template of that, right? So this is a full on series, I will say a three-part series, uh, dealing with the annual legacy meetings and, and trying to, to touch on all the different points to make sure that you all are well-equipped to, to be successful and to be uber-productive as you all do it together. And so with that being said, today's episode, the mm-hmm. tables are turned. Mm-hmm. And instead of you or me interviewing you, how we did last week, this week, today right. you're interviewing me. And so I'll be sharing just from a very transparent place of uh, what how I was feeling, and then what are some things and steps that I took um, to assist and support in getting us to the place where we are today. And I say where we are today is totally different, y'all. Like now you're the one who, even for our dailies, he gets up early. Like he's the one, he'll even meet me there. If I'm not in my place, like we have a certain meeting place. He's like, if you're not, if I'm not there, he still be sitting there waiting, but like working on stuff and just doing it. And I love it. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm late. <laughs> you know, and it's totally different from how it was before. So we just want to encourage you in this. Yes. If this is you um, right now in that sense where you have a resistance spouse, just know just because it is that way doesn't mean it has to stay that way. That's right. And so we want to encourage you in that. So here are some of the things that we are going to be sharing with you in this interview today. We're going to talk about um, how to get on the same page with the resistant spouse and really how to get, not how they get on your page or how you get on their page, but just how you all get on the same page. Okay. Another thing that we're going to be talking about um, is personally what we did and very specific questions that I would ask my husband to change the positioning of his perspective uh, moving forward. So I'm gonna be giving you that, a type of a script, I would say, in that way. And and then also, we wanna make sure that you all will know and be able to discern if your marriage is annual legacy meeting ready. Um, you're gonna know that by asking yourself one simple litmus question. So this episode is full, 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 and we are, excited to share with you. So y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yes, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those of you who want to get more clarity, generate more income, but above all of that, 
you want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser clear strategy to build out a solid legacy structure and to do so peaceably and profitably. So if you are an indiepreneur, a spousalpreneur, or a couplepreneur, which are the three primary marriedpreneur types, you are definitely in the right place. If you have no idea what those marriedpreneur types mean, I'll break it down for you real quickly. It's spousalpreneur is where one of you is working a nine to five while the other spouse is building or operating the business. And then we have the indiepreneurs where both spousers are building individual businesses. And then there are the couplepreneurs. And couplepreneurs is where both spouses are building the same business together. So you can be like either one of those or you can be a combination of those. Um, either way, you're in the right place. All three primary marriedpreneur types are all legacy builders and this whole reason and purpose for us being here is to encourage support and equip other legacy builders such as yourselves so with that being said i think we should dive into this is um the follow-up to the previous episode yes so just as a quick recap of how we got here we were working with some of our coaching clients and particularly um you were having a session with the marypreneur wives and the discussion Mm -hmm. all around the annual planning meeting because we always advocate uh, and help our uh, coaching clients to plan an annual meeting. And this meeting is where they plan out their strategy for the next year so they can set themselves up for the best possible success. In do, go ahead. I was wanting to make sure we're clear on that too. So it's the annual legacy meeting. So it's not mm-hmm. just a marriage meeting or business meeting, but it is really an annual legacy meeting. So we're actually coming together and building out our marriage. We're developing that as well as building out the business too. Yes. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into now this episode because this one is going to be uh, the wife's perspective, whereas mm-hmm. the previous episode was the husband's perspective. So, in the wife's perspective, when it's it was it's challenging to get the husband on board perspective. Yes, that one. Yes, the whole perspective. Yes. So, first question: How did are you? Are we? Are you? Uh, yeah, this is going to be interview style. I'm going to be interviewing you, okay. so I'm going to ask you the questions. So you're going to welcome me to the Marriage Life yes, Podcast. Yes, welcome to the Marriage Life Podcast. Thank you for having me. So glad. Hope you enjoyed your time in the green room. Thank you. With the refreshments we provided. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> So that being said, how did um, your husband make, <laughs> how did my unwillingness with regards to this legacy meeting, how did it make you feel my unwillingness to do it and even really want to participate in it? Uh, you know what, my emotional, uh, I guess, process through the it felt like it was pulling teeth originally um, because mm-hmm. it, I was mm-hmm. um, and uh, to the place that we are now I'll say originally um, I felt very I felt alone in the process I felt like okay we're married but I'm the one that's pushing us forward to actually build together whatever this is that we're building which we know not of even the more of a reason to come together and meet because we don't know what we're doing um, and we need to be on the same page and understand what's required of us and and really make sure we're hearing one another out so because of the uh the resistance that was initially there i just felt like we weren't putting forth like the same amount of effort um in our growth and um as husband and wife and that was 
um, it's discouraging. I mean, if you want to just put it like that, it was de- definitely discouraging uh, getting started like that. But it wasn't so discouraging that it made me stop. I was like, this is discouraging, but we need to talk. If you don't, I needed to get to the bottom of it. So I don't know what your next question is. I don't want to jump ahead, but that's how I felt. And no, thank you for, for that for that answer. Did mm-hmm. did how did you get through the days, weeks, and months of me not being on board or not really sharing in that sense of sharing the load? Um, what sort of day to day things were you maybe telling yourself or feeding yourself um, while sort of at that? point of let's just call it a valley like so what kind of things were was i telling myself when Mm -hmm. it was that yeah like what sort of stories in your head were you telling yourself you know Um, as to encourage you or to maybe think through strategically what kind of what was the rhetoric going on in your mind yeah for me it was more so i was just telling myself like oh he just doesn't understand how important this is like once he sees uh the results once he understands that uh, you know, there are powerful benefits when we are able to come together and be on the same page. And 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 me being the wife, women, we like security. And so I needed to feel some level of security. And I think we should also say that this all happened right on the heels of you being fired mm-hmm. from the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, unwarranted, of course. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, so then there's that that I'm thinking, okay, so Lord, I mean, I was excited because we knew that we knew a long time ago your time was up. That was just extended grace. But once that grace ran out like that, I was like, "All right, well, this is definitely time for us to pivot." But then when I realized that you weren't necessarily putting that same level of energy in the pivoting in the same way that I was or how I expected to see it, mm-hmm. then that was um, discouraging. But I just kept telling myself, you know. He just he just doesn't understand it yet. He just doesn't see it yet. But when he sees it, he's going to be all the way on board. When he understands that, you know, this is powerful and when he understands how it makes me feel as being I felt um uncovered. I felt like, okay, I know we're married, but I don't feel I don't I don't I don't have direction from from leadership, you know, and and that that concerned me. So, um just making sure that I kept that before us, before you and and of course, praying and asking God, you know, what are the best ways to talk with you about um, about not just how I felt, but about actually starting coming together to meet. And it was very specific, you know, how he explained to me um, the words to use with you and what words to stay away from. He basically, it was very clear, like just talk about um, having a check-in, not having an accountability, don't say accountability or quote unquote meetings. I know that's the language where you come from and that's often looked down upon. So I just was asking about check-in. So it was that that's how it started. Was that the turning point? The turning point for what? For you noticing um, me starting to warm up to uh, the annual legacy meeting. Yeah, well, I think the turning point was, I, I, there was not a, okay, it just shifted, like, well, on, on, on a certain day. But there was, like, a slow process. Okay. It was a process. Was that process brought on maybe by a conversation or an event? I think I think both. I think the event of 
um, well, the conversation was, I could look at that as an event, like us sitting down and right. just talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then continuing for me to get a better understanding of why you were so resistant, like from number one versus trying to say, how come you don't want to meet or how come, you know, you don't, you're not showing up fully or how come you're not like, cause I would even ask you like, is that how you would show up to the bank? If you were at the bank, is this how you would respond? Is this how you would treat? Like, if you don't treat the bank like that, why would you treat our legacy like that? You know? Um, and I know oftentimes you would really respond in silence, not like you were ignoring me, but in silence, like you were thinking like, that's a good, that's a good point, you know? Um, but I just would leave it, like, let you ponder those things. And I, and I think just as a combination of just, um, you know, you did meet, I'm not going to say you, you weren't meeting, you would do that, but you weren't fully I wasn't showing up playing full out. I yeah. was just doing it more so out of obligation yeah. than really being an active participant. And of course, I could feel that. Sure. And so, um, you know, it's just the process of much prayer, talking through it, and me to get a better understanding of what it was. I know one of the things that you were like, whenever you were like, oh, and, and when I would catch that. And I'm like, why did he just do that? Even if you didn't tell me why. So one of the reasons, or one of the times that you did it in our meeting is whenever I would like, especially at the beginning, if I were to pull out, we didn't have a whiteboard, but if it was like really a detailed thing, it was just like a kind of a roll in the eyes in your heart. Like, so you wouldn't roll your eyes, but it would just be like, here we go. And so I realized, okay, maybe that's too much for him. Like right Mm -hmm. now, let me not be so into it. So spreadsheety. So so spreadsheety. And (laughs) so I said, I'll just do high view with you. And then I got better. And then when I asked you, I remember just like having conversations with you. Well, what is it? Why you're resistant? Why I don't, you know, why does it have to be so? It it wasn't long, but I felt like you felt like it was long because that's not what you normally do. Mm -hmm. Um, But because of that, I said, okay, well, what if we just do it? Not our annual, but like our dailies. If we do those like in 10 minutes or 15 minutes and, and, you know, put timers on. So it was like we were constantly tweaking as we are still today. We're we're still tweaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were constantly tweaking and I was tweaking in a way to see, okay, what is it that would make you be very excited, you know, about this? Like this is your legacy. This is like your business and, and whatever else that you were working on and we were working on. So it, it was just over a period of time listening to, I kind of, was like doing marketing with mm-hmm. you. like you were my market mm-hmm. and so i would ask you questions and then when you would tell me something that you didn't want i'm like okay let me change that in this this could we can still get the same result without having this aspect in there and so i, I would change a little bit at a time like that so let me ask you this and i kind of know the answers to this but i want i want our community to really benefit from this um what role if any does environment and atmosphere play in helping one get their spouse on board to even meet in in this way yeah i think what plays a lot but i think even more so important in the environment is asking your spouse well i'm going to say me asking you i mean we're just doing this interview right now conversation so others can glean from it and if they are in the same situation that we were in they can they can you know use these um these resources so it was really about and it is still even today just asking you okay how would you like to do this what do you envision um what would be a great place for do you think that you could be able to think and create and to dream and really getting your feedback in that way Mm -hmm. and then i realized you started to like 
Like there were sparks that started to come like, oh, it would be cool if we can do this. What about that? I'm like, bet, bet. So now my market is talking back to me. So instead of them, my market telling me what they don't want or don't Mm -hmm. like, now my market is telling me what they do like. I got you. I got you. So it was really just like listening and and tweaking. And it wasn't like you were asking or to do something that was going to dilute the um, effectiveness of our annual meetings. It, mm-hmm. None of that. I was like, okay, that's what you want to do it there or, or in an environment like such and such or go outside or whatever it was, or you want to eat, <laughs> you want to eat, mention food, you know, put eating food in, meat. eating meat. What kind of food do you want? You want some tacos? You want some pasta? Like what you want? Like, what is it that, you know, cause I, I didn't, I know you've already come, you're bringing all of your quote unquote baggage, you know, from previous quote unquote meetings that oftentimes have a negative connotation and so you're bringing that to the table here and i'm like this is not that though this is this is our legacy and so Mm -hmm. we don't have to do it the way that we've always seen it done we can do something like totally different that fits us unique to us and that took some time to even figure out what that was or we can bring in something from the past that did work yeah um sometimes we feel like well if i worked for a company where they did feed us in our meetings and now my spouse and I are having meetings. It never occurred to us. Oh, maybe we should have food at our meetings too. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so it's 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 using what works and not yeah. using what doesn't work. And so, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. How can marriedpreneur wives? How can marriedpreneur wives um, peacefully uh, inspire a spouse who may be resistant or reticent or maybe even bringing over that baggage? Let me ask it a different way. What other ways? Um, are there other ways, rather, that a marriedpreneur wife can do that to help bring their marriedpreneur husband on board uh, when it comes to 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 this legacy meeting? And let's kind of tap into it from a sense of, from your perspective, what can a wife do to help them recognize their weight and role and the need for their leadership in this meeting? Maybe that's a better way to ask it. Um, to help their help the help the husbands help the wife well help the wives help the husbands to see their leadership yes. need in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, I think going back to what we went through, um, me asking you very specific questions as far as like your prep. I mean, I started very basic, mm-hmm. very basic, very basic. <laughs> like, where do you want to do it? Like, get you thinking because you weren't thinking about that at all. Um, what do you want to eat for it? And then going into as you started to warm up to it. What type of things do you want to go over? Where do you envision our marriage? What do you envision our legacy looking like? What is the big picture that you're seeing? Like, what is that? Like, lead me, you know, mm-hmm. lead me, show me. And so I'm really making myself um, submit to that, to, to the order of it, you know, mm-hmm. and not being so quick to just take the lead because I was tired of taking the lead. Like, and I'm not talking about our marriage, but I'm really talking about in business, like, I was, you know, running a staffing firm, you know, to date over, you know, 100, 100 um, team members. And so I was always the one signing checks and doing trainings and telling people where to go and hiring people and releasing people. And, and so it was all these different hats. And I was just like, I just want to be a wife. I just want to be a wife. So show me what the vision is and I'm going to support that. Like, let me support. So I think um, just having those types of conversations, really starting off super basic, asking those questions, and then and then um, finding my way to use my gifts to support the vision in that way. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the process and the journey 
and the patience that you've exhibited even as we've gotten to this point. But I want to ask a question, one more question that's not in my notes. Okay. What would you say to the wife whose husband may be working a nine to five or just have a lot of things on his plate, Mm -hmm. very busy? Maybe he's preoccupied with other family issues that are really demanding of his time right now. What would you say to that wife Mm -hmm. who says, you know, we still need to have these meetings or this meeting um, as it pertains to our legacy, but I don't know how to broach the subject given everything going on in his world right now. Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, Everybody's dynamics are so different um, in marriage and there may be some other strain there that it's unspoken, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so based on, based on the the, I'm not going to call it the chemistry, but the dynamics within that marriage, um, and the season that they're in, I think if there's space to talk about that first, making sure like this is an actual priority right now. It's a priority for us mm-hmm. because of where we are in our marriage. Um, but there may be other situations in your marriage where something else is a priority first that needs to be handled um because if you attempt to go into you know a a type of legacy meeting um there are things that are going to come out and if it's already out and it hasn't been dealt with um there's that so i would say just really be aware of like take the whole full picture because if it's if you need to be in counseling or you need to talk through some other things first because there could be avoidance because Mm -hmm. of other things that Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he's like, you talking about that? What about that? Or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, or y- you may be like, I don't want to talk to him about that because he did that. You know, so handle, like, clear the air, clear the room, sweep, clean up, get the dustpan, put in the trash, like, deal with it. Don't sweep it under the rug. Like, actually mm-hmm. deal with it. Um, and then at that healthy place, that doesn't mean it's a perfect place, but a healthy place um, of communication, even then, let's say now, busy, full lives, and he's, you know, maybe high producing on the job or wherever that may be, however that looks. Um, I think sitting down when you all, if you do date nights, you definitely want to have that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, be a great time to talk about. I wouldn't even say come out and talk about um, a meeting per se. I would really talk about what do you see as our future? Mm. That's good. And I would mm-hmm. have him explain, like just shut my mouth. And what do you see as our future? Um, that's the question I asked you when you, when it, my number, right? Yeah, I, I do said, what are that. your intentions? What do you see as our future? Like, what, what, what do you want? What are you doing? Right? I think that's important because then you give your spouse, your husband, an opportunity to tell you and maybe some things that you never even thought about or even knew. And maybe there's some things that he hasn't thought about. And that gives him an opportunity to share that too. And then it can segue into, okay, awesome. I would love to hear more about this. I want to support this. So how do you feel about me supporting um, and us talking more about how I can support and we can work this together. How does that sound to you? It's marketing. That's good. He's going to say, oh, sounds good. Okay, so let's set up a time. When would be a good time for you? Maybe we'll set up 30 minutes mm-hmm. to talk through it. And then you get it on a regular, if you haven't done it at all, you know, set out a time and put it in his calendar. If he has an assistant, connect with his assistant, put this on his calendar. He has a legacy meeting. Don't let anybody come in there and change it around or cross it out. Like (laughs) you talk to his assistant, if that's the situation that he's in and everybody's on the same page to protect that legacy meeting time. And then there should be certain standards or expectations coming into the meeting. You know, 
I'm going to put all phones away, no social media, no distractions in that way. You know, kids have a babysitter, whatever it may be. Um, you know, and then you have then you have your space and it's yours to get started. Well said. Why, thank you. You're a wise person. <laughs> Why, thank you. I've lived You're through it. You're my wife. You sound like someone <laughs> I've lived through it, y'all. <laughs> firsthand experience. <laughs> well, well, with that being said... Um, I'd like to invite you somewhere. Would you would you join us? Join me over in uh, the enjoying the journey together segment. Se- sure, yeah, sure, the next sure. segment. The next segment. I sure will. Well, thank you for having me, sir. Okay, well, let's go. Oh, are you gonna Are you gonna kiss me? All right, guys. So here we are now at enjoying the journey together. This is where we give you two practical and actionable steps, so you guys can see some traction fast. Yes. Yes. So if you are in a situation where you're dealing with a resistant spouse or a spouse who's resistant right now and i would just say unclear like your spouse is not clear and doesn't fully understand the 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 power and the benefits of having an annual legacy meeting it's okay this episode is is for you now in our situation you know it was my husband but in your situation it may be your wife you know it just depends right but either way i want to give you some things that i would recommend um that you that you focus on um and and not necessarily in this order but these are the things before you can even get to that place of doing or having a meeting i would not force it i would not try to convince anybody of anything i would first and foremost make sure number one is that you clear the air that means if there are any other issues that are bringing tension and strain to your marriage like that is what you really want to focus in on first because how could you have a productive legacy meeting or annual legacy meeting which is really dealing with where you all are going how you're building just heart issues as well as practical things with business in the home like how could you have that if there are other things that are lingering in your heart that need to be cleared up right um so that's going to be big and that doesn't mean that's going to happen over one conversation but just at least getting to the place where you are healthy so it's not about being uh perfect but just having a healthy marriage where you have open communication before you could even get to this point of having an annual legacy meeting and doing one well like doing a doing a a, a rich annual legacy meeting okay so that's the first thing clear the air get healthy first Okay, uh, as far as the next thing, I think it's really important to ask questions. I know we said this earlier as you were asking me questions or interviewing me. Uh, I think it's important to ask that resistant spouse questions, not nagging questions, but questions because you truly want to know. Pray about the timing of that, those questions. Pray about what those questions need to be. But if there's some resistance there, it, it, it would you would want to know why. But like I said, the timing matters and how you ask uh, matters all of that, all of those unspoken, those intangibles, they really make a difference. So, you know, be patient, be, and that's the next part, be patient and be prayerful um, with it all, like through it all, be patient and be prayerful with it all, be patient and be prayerful. Um, every marriage is different, but at the same time, even though it's different, there are very, there are similarities and, and, and God hears your prayers, you know, God hears your prayers. This is a, a union that, um, he created as far as marriage is concerned so you know him being in the middle of it is key (laughs) so making sure that you are being patient and being prayerful through it all and not uh, bring it back full circle not trying to to force or convince or even you know go into a fit about not doing it i would just be more concerned about what the resistance is and and then work through that piece 
um, of it and, and just really hear, hear the heart of that person out and see how you can uh, respond in wisdom and love and, and understanding as well too. So we hope that this episode has been amazing for you and really bring some healing, some insight and clarity um, as you all are building together, giving you tools and, and to equip you all to move forward powerfully in sync as well. Um, if you do not have the, we have a free Maritpreneur checklist. It's a comprehensive checklist. Uh, we want to make sure that you get that. That is our gift to you. So you can grab it over at marriedpreneurlife.com, marriedpreneurlife.com. And it's really a great resource. And so even if you don't do the annual legacy meeting right now, based on where your marriage is, um, maybe this may be easier because it's not a quote unquote necessarily like a meeting, but it's actually um, a, it's, it's a checklist. So there's like 10 questions. They're pretty thoughtful questions. So it's, it's really going to be a great place to start. If you're not at that place to start the annual legacy meeting yet, this is a fabulous place just to get a conversation going. And so we want that to be a blessing to you all's marriage and to your businesses that you are building or even desire to build in the, in the future. Okay. Once again, marriedpreneurlife.com. And until next time, keep living purposefully powerfully and profitably in sync. sync yes and we should let you know that this is our last episode for a few weeks as we go into our a month long or so sabbatical so we look forward to seeing you or speaking with you <laughs> you hearing from us <laughs> um in the new year and um have an amazing time with your family this season and don't forget to rest and enjoy each other okay so we'll see you all in the next season okay Talk bye guys ready to drop them bars hubby funny yeah yeah we here Hi, girl. okay <laughs> check it out it's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan, and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording